This is the Global Logistics Podcast. Hi, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us for our latest podcast interview. And today, I'm delighted to be talking with Adam Compion. Now, he's a Senior Vice President and Product Marketing for an amazing project, well, Project 44. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us, Adam. Adam's in uh, Austin. Obviously, we're in the UK. Adam, if you would, if you could tell us, give us a brief overview of Project 44, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, surely. Happy to. And, and thanks for having me, Steve. Um, so Project 44 is the number one real-time visibility provider, a software company that serves a huge swath of the global supply chain, offering software, cloud-based software to large uh, and small shippers, 3PLs, and even value toward our partner carriers and, and technology providers. Um, what we've done is we've amassed the largest global multimodal network uh, now of over 200,000 connected carriers and over 4.5 million connected assets. And what we do with this network is we utilize the network and the data that it provides to give real-time visibility to supply chains to help them understand where their stuff is, when it will yeah. arrive, and most importantly, what to do about things when they inevitably you know, go wrong or go awry as they're transiting uh, transiting the world. You won't be surprised to learn that I've been going through your website. In eight years, this is, I should point out that um, Project 44 was launched in, in February 2014. So in, in a matter of eight years, you've managed to produce this, this remarkable project. I don't have to keep referring to Project 44 as, as a project, but it is. And and uh, the, if you forgive me for sort of suggesting this, I kind of see it as a, there's also I know what 3PLs and 4PLs are, and I'm sure people that, listen this all know but just to be brief three pls are pretty much concentrates on logistics and i'm being oversimplifying here and four pls is the complete supply chain but my feeling with project 44 is you've kind of taken both of those elements and become like an uber of that if that makes sense my view of this is you would take a product and go beyond what they can offer and and basically the start and finish across the complete supply chain supply chain i don't know would that be a fair way to describe it no, in, in some ways, yeah. So Project 44, we're not acting as a broker of no. freight. So we're not necessarily connecting the shipper, the shipper or the cargo owner with the capacity yeah. uh, required to move that freight physically, like a lot of the freight forwarders do. But I think the analogy with Uber works in that what we've done is we've used incredibly sophisticated technology to create a connective tissue between all parties in the ecosystem. Yeah. And by doing that, we've made the flow of supply chains a lot more fluid. Uh, we've reduced a lot of the cost and the um, unfortunate uh, emissions impact and also helped everything from consumers to large business customers um, drive revenue and re- retain key customers that they have. So th- that's kind of my comment there. How did you manage to, as a company this is, to do this? Because let's be honest, eight years is a remarkably short amount of time. The kind of figures you just quoted, I mean, I'm sure that there's marketing and PR and, and of course, but even so that can't tell the whole picture. Sorry, I hate making assumptions, but you know, even from the off, you know, to do that in eight years and build up a global network is, is pretty remarkable. So how's that achieved? Sure. Yeah. And thanks for, for that comment. The company Project 44 was founded with a mission to make supply chains work and the belief that what was lacking in the supply chain was, as I mentioned, this connective tissue. Yeah. Um, and so the company, starting back in 2014, went down what was a very hard path, uh, forging the path to connect 
individual, you know, trucking owner operator starting in North America, but very quickly expanding across the, the world, not only expanding in geographies, but also modalities to ocean freight, air freight, uh, parcel freight, uh, into segments from all the way first mile, all the way to last mile. Yeah. Um, and a consumer's door uh, to where we give, we give visibility to. So, yeah, I think, I think your comments are right that it uh, has been a hard road. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of investment. It takes, um, a team that understands both supply chain and logistics as well as the most modern software engineering. Um, and a huge portion of that time has been spelled, spent building out that network because our original belief was not until you create that connective tissue. And then use data science and machine learning and other technologies to create meaning out of that data that comes from that network. Can you provide the visibility that supply chains have needed for quite some time and the workflow capabilities on top of that to, to move freight more efficiently? So I, I think in a word, it's, um, it's been a very challenging, but very, you know, valiant effort. I think we've been very successful in doing it. And I think the company has had a great, uh, has done a great job at attracting, you know, really some of the best and brightest logistics professionals and technologists in the world, um, and developing software that we've done both organically as well as a number of acquisitions where we've had a number of the leading technology providers in different aspects of the supply chain join on to Project 44's platform. Just using North America, just using North America, but North America is so vast, it is so vast. In terms of the logistics companies, I mean, you know, I could pick up a, a magazine. There's literally thousands and thousands and just, you know, and it's huge. I mean, how, how would you, let's imagine that I was, um, I wanted to ship a cargo of, I don't know, fireworks from say Beijing to, I don't know, London. So I picked up like a, a hazards cargo, but that's quite interesting in a way. But, you know, and I was to approach and say, look, we're the carrier, we're all with a shipper. We want to get this product from point A to point B. You know, can you help with this? How would you, how would you then take that? And what, and what, how do you step in and say, yeah, Steve, we can do that. And this is how we would do that. Or well, this is our input and this is where, how we can help you. Yeah, sure. Well, first with your firework shipment, be careful. I'd say first. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and then second, you know, just to clarify for, for the audience here, project 44 isn't taking possession of that freight no, or, of course. or we're not personally, you know, moving that freight. No, However, the way, the way we would step in is as follows. I think. Let's start off with the problem. The problem is that moving cargo from inland China to, um, you know, to inland Germany or inland uh, in Chicago in Illinois is very challenging in that the cargo needs to move and transit across multiple modes of transportation, yeah. Yeah. a truck and rail all the way to the port. One ship goes to multiple ships across ports in the world at its arrival in Rotterdam, you know, getting onto a truck or train, then moving inland toward Munich and something like this. It's yeah. very complex in terms of its move. And there are a lot of different parties and constituents that are touching that that freight, those fireworks. It's the port operators, it's the yeah. carriers, it's um, other logistic service providers that are very, very valuable to making uh, the global economy go around. Now, there, of course, are decisions across this whole chain that need to be made. First is Okay, you know, where do we need to move that cargo? Yeah. Um, what's, what is it? What is its final destination? Second is in moving it, what modes of transportation should we go on? Which route should we take and which carrier should we select? Third is as that freight is moving, you know, one out of four shipments typically has some kind of delay or some kind of exception occurs. 
And so when that happens, it's important to know about it. It's important to alert your downstream partners, like a warehouse manager or a truck provider or a customer about that delay. And then you need to make decisions about how to, you know, um, adapt things on the fly. Yeah. So these questions or challenges I'm raising from point A to point Z yeah. are all the things that Project 44 helps from a software perspective. Excellent. You know, not to kind of repeat myself, but we help give the the data analytics and insights so that shippers and their logistics providers can make the most efficient decisions about where things should move on what trade lane, on what carrier, with what routing. We, we help them uh, through giving visibility software that not only helps track and trace where that product is, but alerts them proactively of when there is an exception, when there's a delay, and then provides predictions of exactly when it will arrive at its final destination so that our customers then have the tools to notify their customers or consumers like you and I about those delays. So it's software that goes really from end to end, taking care of all the sort of visibility insights, and then the workflows that take place through that whole chain. That's really where Project 44 software and platform uh, comes in. I don't want to be picking up the phone, talking to lots of different people along the, the supply route. I just want to be dealing with one company that can take care of that from a software point of view. And I think mm-hmm. that's where you, you you must have a massive advantage. That that really is where so many of our global customers from, from you know, Amazon and Exxon to, to uh, Unilever, Kuninagel, um, Siva Logistics really do get a lot of the value from from Project 44. And I think it also is interesting to think about the history here, right? It wasn't long ago, just a, a, a decade or two ago, where there wasn't even data that you could use to make these decisions as you move things across the world. In the late 90s and early 2000s, companies came along and they first digitized that, but there wasn't that connective tissue across all those data sets, across all those different parties. Um until kind of the late aughts and when companies like Project 44 helped create that connective tissue. I think what we've seen over the last couple of years in supply chain technology is while it's been strong, it's also been very siloed. You'd have to look at one software provider to understand how your ocean shipments are moving, a separate software provider to understand how your truck shipments were moving, and a separate one yet to see how, you know, parcel packages are moving from a distribution center or a store to someone's front door. What's very unique about what Project 44 has done here, especially with the release that we just had, the launch of our new platform called Movement by Project 44, is we've stitched all those different modes, all those different geographies, and all those capabilities into a single platform. And it's really the first time in history that technology has met supply chain where it needs to be, which is something that's global, like supply chains, something that's multimodal, like supply chains. And then most uniquely about movement for Project 44 is that the software adapts and can be used universally no matter who you are in the supply chain, whether a carrier or a shipper or a logistics provider. Brilliant. And so that's very exciting for us. And I think something really significant has happened just in these past two weeks with the launch of movement by Project 44. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And, and a big shout out to, to Cabray because he, he sent me some uh, fantastic material. I'm really interested to know this. I know you're not physically carrying it. I mean, things are changing so quickly. God only knows what's going to be like in five or 10 years' time. But I'd, I'd like to hear what you think about that. You know, the, the warehouse has become aut- automated. We're going to have driverless lorries sooner rather than later. I think it's inevitability. And uh, drone delivery. So the, a lot of this is becoming automated. And again, I think that's going to happen quickly. So where do you see yourself being in five or 10 years? Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a it's a hard question and, and no one 
has a crystal ball. But what I do think is helpful for us to imagine is kind of the back office that has been supply chain is really years behind the consumer world. And so what's nice is we can look at the consumer world and see what happened after data and slick technology and user interfaces and smartphones got into the pockets of consumers. How did our lives change for the better, both in efficiency, reduction of cost, reduction of waste? Those are really, I think, the same themes that we can draw parallels to for the business-to-business freight world. It's really just in the past few years that we have with things like movement, a you know, unified global smart theoretical smartphone in in the pocket of supply chain professionals. And so what what do we think that will what will manifest? So first, I think a massive reduction of wasted cost will be pulled out of supply chain in a really nice way. And what what that should impact theoretically is it should actually drive down the cost and drive up the accessibility to goods for people that need them and want them globally. So we should see a bit of a, a flattening or a democratization of, of goods and how they flow around the world in the same way that information was flattened and democratized as people from, you know, sub-Saharan Africa to, you know, the city streets of New York got access to information just with their two thumbs on a smartphone. That's yeah. one thing. I think second thing is with this data and these, these insights, you can make a lot more efficient decisions with regard to sustainable practices. So you can not only just look at cost and reliability of a carrier moving across the world, you can also add this third leg of um, emissions calculation. Project 44 is doing uh, a fair amount in this space. And we saw, I'm forgetting the numbers here, but something like when factoring in the grade, meaning the elevation of the way a truck is moving across a city, you optimize its route differently than if you just look at distance. And I think the study showed that optimizing based on the elevation that a truck is moving so you can cons- consume less gas and have less emissions offset, uh, offshoots, the miles of the trip increased by 24%, but the emissions dropped by 18%. Wow. So what we're adding, what I think this example shows is it's adding a new level of intelligence and a new dimension with which to look at things. And by having that at our ha- in our hands, we can make more efficient decisions with regard to the world, sustainability-wise about how freight is moving. So these are all high level things, but I think what we'll see is better access to goods, ideally, and at the end of the day, cheaper uh, cost so that it actually impacts consumers in a positive way. Um, And then more efficiency on how these things move so that the world can benefit from a green perspective. Those are some of the things that that we see starting to happen as a result of this, um, you know, metaphorical smartphone going in supply chain pockets. Yes, yeah, so mate, that honestly is my next question about environmental concerns. So you, you, you kind of answered that as well, which is wonderful. Uh, it's really interesting because I was talking to a, a company specialising in return goods. It was very similar in terms of their environmental push, you know, because obviously we're all well aware that we want our carbon footprint to, to lessen. And I think, well, what you're saying, certainly from that company as well, it's obviously the forefront of your mind. There's, there's no getting away from that. It must be because it is so, so important. And in terms of um, movement straight project 44, again, you kind of answered one of my questions, which was about having this power on your smartphone and your tablets. And ultimately, I guess that is the question is, you know, could I literally be standing in, I don't know, a pool in Rotterdam, haven't taken you on to, 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 to sort out all the supply chain and know precisely what's happening with my goods, but still have the ability, complete traceability with that 
just looking at all in real time. Well, yeah, that I mean, that is completely possible today. So on on a smartphone or on your computer today, yeah, yeah, we can show you in real time globally, um, not only what's happening to, you know, your cargo and your goods as they as they transit the world, but also can show uh, trends as they're emerging with regard to bottlenecks or congestion. And that goes from ports and big shipping containers all the way to, um, you know, last mile delivery trucks and even return of goods. We can trace that. So absolutely. Yeah. Again, it's just remarkable what you can do. Uh, and as you said, five or 10 years ago, who knew this would be possible? Um, and I suppose the rise of GPS, the, the phones getting smaller. And of course, this all, this all plays into that. Um, and what's your, how did you join Project 44, Adam? Where did you come in and, and what was the, you know, your background to being part of that? Yeah, sure. So I, I was actually formerly the founder and CEO of an, of a company that Project 44 acquired. Right. Uh, that company was called Clear Metal. Our specialty was focused on providing ocean visibility, um, at the inventory level to very large shippers. Um, so that was my path here. I think prior to that, I had spent time over in Hong Kong, uh, at one of the largest ocean carriers, just seeing yeah. how challenging it was for those carriers to operate with the level of efficiency that modern customers expect. That's how I, um, got into the industry myself back in uh, 2014. When you're pitching to the clients, you know, and you're trying to push the benefits to me, it seemed blindingly obvious to me. This is what we can do. These are the benefits. I mean, do, do most of them buy into it? If that's the right phrase, quite, quite quickly, or, or they often clients are coming to you with a problem. How does that kind of work? Yeah, it, it's a good question. I, I'd say, um, globally, people in supply chain are obviously familiar with the, the challenges yeah. at hand. It's very, very difficult for them, especially given the rising, um, changes in, the economy, geopolitical conflict, black swan events like a canal getting blocked. So it's very, very challenging for them. And where most all parties in in the supply chain are turning is to equip themselves with the right technology. And typically, that's the right visibility provider and partner. And so right now in time, it um, it is uh, a huge need for companies to to get this sort of technology that Project 44 offers. And so I'd say the conversation is very easy in that regard. And, and I think the way at least we at Project 44 like to interact with our customers is truly very consultative. There's no doubt that the software that we have provides high value. I think it's more a matter of uniquely for that business, what types of use cases are they trying to solve? Where is their biggest pain point? Um, it's extremely likely that we've seen it before and we've solved it before. But yeah. it's important as we speak to businesses, whether you're a carrier, a shipper, a manufacturer, et cetera, that um, the conversation is really around what are you trying to do? As you can imagine, some retailers, for example, are shifting to e-commerce, you yeah. know, in, in a big way. Other retailers are actually, you know, driving toward physical footprint in, in stores because that helps their distribution network. So I've heard a phrase not too long ago that uh, supply chains are like snowflakes. Everyone is oh. unique. Yeah. And so, and so really it's how the, how the software should be applied to that company. That's, I think, really important these days, given the challenges. Adam, fantastic. Listen, thank you very much. As always, the time just absolutely, absolutely flies by. But I really want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us.
I, I honestly, truly do find all this absolutely fascinating, particularly because um, we refer to a couple of times how things are changing so quickly. Um, it's just hard to keep up sometimes, you know, and I, I mentioned drones and auto automation and warehouses. And you must see a lot of it. You must be deeper into this than I can possibly imagine. And I find it just incredible. So I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat to us. Well, thank you, Steve. Yeah, my, my pleasure and, and a big thanks from, from us at Project 44. Happy to help. You can find Global Logistics at glowlogistic.com.